Well, we could work. Uh-huh. Oh, we'll make it work. This will hopefully be the last one that we need to do like this. I mean, you remember what last Easter was like? That was, nobody was doing anything. Oh my god. Who's this? You just can't win, can you?
Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to Morning Mass here at St Bride's Church in Cambus Lang, which is the funeral mass, the requiem mass for the repose of the soul of Alec Dunnity. Welcome uh, to yourself, me, Alec's wife, who's here with us. Welcome to Janice, uh, their daughter, Michael, their son-in-law, and of course, grandchildren, Calm and Emma very special word of welcome to those who are joining us from Australia and New Zealand in the video link. Ian, me and Alex's son, Shirley, their daughter-in-law, and of course grandchildren, Tara, Alexis, Kimberly, and Barry. Welcome to family who are here with us, and also to friends of the family who have joined us for the Mass. Welcome to all who are joining us in the video link, and in the audio recording, and a special word of welcome to Alex's nephews and nieces. As you know, many people would have liked to have been here with you today, but are unable to be present because of the restrictions. But they send to you their special love, their affection, their prayers, and their good wishes on this day. Alex's death leaves a big hole, a big gap, in the life of his family. He'll be greatly missed now and in the years to come. He was greatly respected and greatly revered by all. Today, we remember him in this church. We remember his kind and gracious ways. We remember his generous spirit and we recall his warm heart. We are invited to pray for him at the end of his life May God grant him eternal rest and peace. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. 
Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully granted through this mystery, your servant Alec, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the first letter of St. John. My dear friends, let us love one another, since love comes from God, and everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Anyone who fails to love can never have known God, because God is love. God's love for us was revealed when God sent into the world his only Son, so that we could have life through him. This is the love I mean, not our love for God, but God's love for us, when he sent his Son to be the sacrifice that takes our sins away. Dear friends, since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but as long as we love one another, God will live in us, and his love will be complete in us. The word of the Lord.
from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Be ambitious for the higher gifts, and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. If I have all the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are, and knowing everything, And if I have faith in all its fullness, to move mountains but without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but I'm without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It's never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It's never rude or selfish. It doesn't take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth, is always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, to endure, whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. Please stand. Praise to you. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated.
the last years of Alex's life, he was diagnosed with an illness which took away his memory. He was actually oblivious to this, and I believe often used to say to me that it would be a terrible thing if they had such an illness. In many ways, he had a mild form of it and kept going in a remarkable way. He kept to a normal, normal daily routine, delivering papers to his neighbours, going for messages and, of course, meeting up with friends. That kind of structure helped him very much indeed. The last year, however, during lockdown has been a trial, for that structure disappeared and he found things much more difficult. He was further diagnosed with a serious illness in the autumn. His health took a turn for the worst in these last few months and he was not able to recover from this illness. I was able to come to give him the last sacraments and to anoint him, to pray for him and to give him final absolution, although by this stage he was not aware of it. If he had, he would have been much consoled by these things, to receive that absolution, to be anointed at the end of his life as he had been, as he had been anointed with the same chrism oil as a baby at the beginning of his life in this very church at his baptism. It is a strange thing to think, isn't it? All those years ago he was brought to this church, carried here by his parents and baptised in the font. It's strange to think that he's here today again, uh, taken by his family for final prayers to the same church where he was once brought as a baby. It feels as if the circle of life is completed. The gift and grace of Christ that was given is given back today. What's begun has been completed. What was started here has run its course. You will know that Alec came here every Sunday for Mass at 12 noon. And as I mentioned to the family over these days, he had a kind of ritual that I noticed. If he came in with a coat, he would fold his coat and put it in the side chapel and make to his seat always the same seat. And if he saw me, he would give me a wave and give me a warm greeting. In the Mass today that takes place here once again in church, we hear those words that we very often hear in the scriptures about love. Today they come from St Paul's letter and the letter of St John. And we are commanded and reminded to love one another. He was a man who showed much love in his life. And he was also a man who was much loved too. These words that we hear in the reading today at Mass were alive in his heart, a light burning brightly, a spark that was lit long ago, a man who gave love, but a man who was much loved by all. Today we think of that tender and gentle love of God for us. It's water that falls on dry land, it's sun that gives heat and warmth, it's light and darkness. The love of God sustains us, directs us, leads us, and in the end it will lead us to that place where all roads lead, 
door will be opened, the table will be set, our place will be kept for us. This is as sure as anything that we know, that there are rooms in the house, the Father's house, rooms aplenty, rooms for all. In our prayers and in this church, which meant so much to him over the years, we offer this Mass and gently pray for him and for the repose of his soul with confidence in this love and mercy of God. Just like to say a few words about his life uh, to you today. He was born on the 12th of January 1934. His parents, John and Jesse Dunnicky, he was the youngest of five children. He was brought up in Colebrook Street. And as you probably know, I have a theory that everyone in Canvas Lang lived at one time and another in Colebrook Street. So often does it appear in the story of families like family lives. He attended St Bride's School here and made his sacraments in this very church. He was an extremely good footballer, as you know, and played at a high level. Dumbarton, Clydebank and Brecon City. And judging from his lean frame, he was fast and strong. He retained a great love, knowledge and passion for football all his days and both supported Celtic Football Club and attended their games. He was himself employed in manual works, storekeeper at Clyde Valley Steelworks, Redpath Steelworks, the Hoover plant, and finally working at Holmes Construction. He was, I think, reluctant to retire, and after retirement age, he would go back so often that they referred to him as the Frank Sinatra of the works. So often did he come out of retirement. Alec married May Hislop here at St Bride's on the 31st of March 1955 and they would have been 66 years of marriage this year. They met, I believe, not far from here at the Cambus Lang Institute in 1951. They were and were always a bonny couple, well matched and had a very happy, contented and fulfilled marriage. May will miss Alec very much in the days and years to come. They've lived for most of their life here or hereabouts, Westburn and of course to the Rosebank Tower off the main street. Children Ian and Janice came along and they say of their parents that they were exceptional parents. Ian and Janice love their parents and their parents mean the world to them. Both in time themselves, they were married to Michael and Shirley, son-in-law and daughter-in-law, and these also were much loved by Alec and me. Grandchildren, of course, uh, were to follow, Tara and Alexis and Kimberly and Barry and Callum and Emma. The, jo- the children, the, some of the grandchildren, were located on the other end of the world, and of course, despite that long distance that separated them, they had great love uh, between them love of grandparents was very strong for them. And young Callum and Emma were very close and very devoted to their grandparents, spending great amounts of time with them in their home and growing up alongside them. them. Great-grandchildren appeared in more recent years, 
Tate and Cruz and Kyla in Miami, who Malik was exceptionally fond of, for he was always good with babies and children, I believe. If Alec were asked, I'm sure, what was the big thing in his life, then he would have obviously said that it was family life. For he was a wonderful son, a wonderful husband, a wonderful brother, father, father-in-law, grandfather, great-grandfather, and uncle to this family. If there was a mission that was given to him in life by God, then it must have been this, to be a family man. And in this he succeeded with flying colours. Both he and May loved spending time with one another, and especially holiday time was so important. They loved the time that they were able to visit their relatives and family in America and South Africa and New Zealand. And they loved trips to Blackpool and Troon, and loved holidays with their friends Dick and Liz, uh, the many times that they went away together. And of course, taking Emma and Callum to wet and windy butlands. He liked his daily routine in life, liked to read the paper from beginning to end, liked all sports, especially football, liked snooker and playing it with his friend Arthur and grandson Callum, liked to meet up with friends at the Ritz and, of course, to sort out all the problems of the world there. He liked a few drinks with his friends at the Monday Club. He liked very much the company of Emma and Callum and would tell them tall tales and big fibs which for the most part he believed like taking them long walks as well as you will know he retained his youthful looks and youthful spirit too always dressed smart always presentable and of course loved dancing with me as they had done a whole lifetime of their married life Alec was much loved by me and the family and all friends and will be much missed by everyone. He had kindly ways and a warm heart. Family was everything to him and he took great pride in it all, here at home and abroad too. He worked all his life, uh, his working life, to support and to give the family a good start in life. And in this, he has succeeded. Both himself and me have had a long, a very long and happy marriage. And there are so many blessings to be counted today for those blessings over the years. It is sad that his life has ended, but he will always be remembered for the great good and the good influence that he's been. He will never be forgotten. In this very church, he was brought as a tiny child for baptism. And today, after a long life, we bring him once again to this church. His parents brought him as a child to this church and would have been immensely proud of the man that he became and the great good that he did in his life. Today, others, family, bring him to this church for final prayers and mass. And from here, he will be uh, taken to the crematorium for final prayers. 
May God grant him peace at the end. May God bless him and ritually reward him. May he know joy at the end of the journey as the weary traveller who has reached the place that he was travelling towards. May he rest in peace. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Grant this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your heart. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what did you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ at the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion. He took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, 
Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you've, you've held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring, her to the full, bring, him, bring, her, bring us to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Alec, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face and have mercy in us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. I invite you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who will live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, my soul shall be healed.
just with regards to Holy Communion. Normally you would come forward if you're going to receive Holy Communion, but uh, if you just remain in your seats, if you wish to receive Communion, uh, and uh, just simply stand if you want to receive Communion. Uh, if you'd like to receive instead a blessing uh, at this Communion time, then, then you just uh, place your hand on your breast, uh, and the big compassed will give you uh, Holy Communion. But if you don't want to receive Communion, or don't want to receive a blessing, then just remain seated. Uh, so again, uh, when receive communion uh, if you want to receive communion or you want to receive a blessing then you simply stand and once once you've received the blessing of communion then you simply uh, uh, sit down so if you'd like to receive a blessing or holy communion please stand now
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey. Mercifully granted strengthened by it, our dear brother may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Before we go our separate ways, let us take leave of our dear brother. May our farewell express our affection for him, may ease our sadness and strengthen our hope. One day we shall joyfully greet him again, when the love of Christ, which conquers all things, destroys even death itself. Saints of God, come to his aid, come to meet him, angels of the Lord, receive his Often 
Why?